Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is going on, all of Colts Nation out there? Tonight, we have a very great, sick podcast Anvil show for you tonight. We got the dub in Germany, and as an extra special treat, we got the Colts fan of the year. So with all that being said, Sammy, let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. The Sick Podcast. And Bill Show. The sickest Indianapolis Colts podcast. It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick. Boy, do we have a sick one for you all today. Sam, if you don't mind, real quick, let's pay some bills with our partners from DraftKings. We'll get this thing a rolling. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use DraftKings code 6Sports to get $200 in bonus best instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL or NBA bet. That's a lot of dough, extra dough you all can use. Please gamble responsibly, though. Big P, you want to introduce our special guest? <laughs> yes, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, millions in attendance, get ready for your Indianapolis Colts 2023 Fan of the Year, Miss Maureen Johnson. Hi, everybody. Hi, Miss M. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Oh, loving life. Congratulations. Thank you so much. How exciting is that? Very exciting. It's the dream come true. I mean, my first uh, time, my first time in uh, Colts culture was in RCA Dome. So to like see it evolve to this, it's like, wow. Okay, well that that makes me want to ask a question. How long have you been a fan? Since the nineties, my first memory of the NFL. My mom took my brother and I to a game at the RCA Dome when Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback. Now we were I was in elementary school. I don't remember who they played or you know what the specifics of the game were as far as plays go, but I remember being there, being it being loud and us as kids like Wow, mom, this is so cool. We want to come back and do this again. (laughs) And now you're a season ticket member. Yeah. So like to go from that to this and all the things in between, it's just, it's amazing. So many Colts memories since the nineties. I might be showing my age a little bit, but I still remember when it was the Hoosier Dome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's because like you, 
you remember certain things. And as a kid, you remember a lot of sights and sounds. And I just remember my brother and I being in awe looking around like, wow, this is so cool. Um, we remember like trying to catch a t-shirt. So we do remember their, the cheerleaders being there and us trying to catch t-shirts and just having a good old family fun at a Colts game. Awesome. So other than that, what do you think would be other than, uh, well, not other than that, but other than the fan of the year now, what do you think is your best memory of a Colts game or any Colts stuff in general? Well, um, two of my best friends that I met um, while I was attending University of Indianapolis, um, shout out to Amy and Amanda. Um, we all became good friends attending undergrad um, there on the south side of Indianapolis. And um, about we all continued our own educational journeys. I stayed at University of Indianapolis to attend occupational therapy school. And once I finished grad school there, I always wanted to live somewhere warm. So I actually moved into enemy territory in Houston, Texas, um, because I had family and friends living there. And so I just was like, hey, I can always move back if I don't like it, but let's go live somewhere warm for a while. So when I was there living in Houston, they wanted to come visit. And they came one of the years, I believe 2012, when the Colts were playing. And they were like, wow, this was so much fun. Like, let's do this again. But how about next year we go somewhere different? And fast forward a decade later, we're about to embark on our 11th different away game to see the Colts play. That's oh, awesome. Wow. That's, yeah. I'm jealous. So. Yeah, both me and Acosta have been to NRG Stadium. Yeah, it was Reliant when I first um, lived. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was I was always proud to wear Colts things all over Houston. I didn't care where I was, what I was doing. I was never going to let the <coughs> spirit of the Colts um, leave um, no matter where I was. So, um, Well, let, let's get into some uh, fan of the year questions. Sure. All right. One. How did this happen? I mean, what's the process here <laughs> from start to finish? Sure. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm getting over a little, you know, allergy, asthma, cold that's going around. Not, if, oh, you need, if, if you need to drink some water, drink yeah, some water. You got my. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Um, this thing's been with me everywhere. It's been dropped in many airports when I've traveled. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why my wife only lets me use plastic. This actually funny story behind this water bottle. Um, growing up, probably since I was like in middle school, high school, every time my mom would go to like TJ Maxx or um, a store like that, that might where you could find like odds and ends things, like she would always find me something Colts. So this was one of the things I've had for a while. But um, yeah, she's great in supporting my fandom. Shout out to mom. <laughs> Way to go, mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to mom. Who's wait, yeah. all right now? Give me mom's name, Georgine. Georgine, Georgine. Yep. okay, yeah. Because if you get out of line at the games, I'm calling her, <laughs> I'm telling mama on you. Okay, so back to yeah. how you how you entered and sure. and that, that whole process, just you know, because I'm sure there's people out there that doesn't even really know that this is a thing and and that everybody can do it. Right. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Um, it is a nomination process. So I happened to, to um, scroll across it as I was going through social media, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, X. I'm still going to always call it Twitter, though. Twitter, a.k.a. X. <laughs> um, 
it uh, it popped up through scrolling. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be amazing. And I like went back to that first memory that I told you guys about. Like first time I had like anything football cults related was with my family. And I'm all about like faith, family, fun, friends, all of that. And mm -hmm. so it just seemed like an opportunity of a lifetime that, you know, there's so many great fans out there. We all have our own way mm -hmm. of fanning. And I have my story I wanted to share and my friends all know it. So I thought, Hey, like they're willing to take the time to nominate me. You know, they, they know all, all of my stories from the years. And, um, I posted about it. They said, Hey, yeah. Like remind me again of that, um, organization you're involved with that you've been going to since college and like things like that, just to like help them remember little tidbits. And then they worded it however they wanted to word it and sent in nominations. And then it was just kind of a waiting process from there. So that was back around, I think the time of training camp was when they posted it. And I think the cutoff for, or the deadline um, was like October 2nd, I want to say, right? Mm -hmm. Beginning of October. So there was just a whole stretch of time where anybody that wanted to, that showed interest in it um, could, could get involved, however that looked for them. So. Now, can you nominate yourself? You can. Um, I think I, I went on there just because I was not sure what it all involved. Um, and so in looking at that, I just shared it. And I mean, my life as an occupational therapist is busy. So I just kind of have been, you know, doing my thing, um, learning new skills for work and um, all of that stuff. So I just, you know, shared it with them and they were all willing to take time to do it. And they, uh, have always been supportive. So this was just another way that my family and friends showed um, how much they care and love and support what I love to do. All right. Well, give, give family and friends a, yeah. a big clap. Yeah. If, if we had Clyde here, he has a clappy button. Oh, I should have got out my button. tambourine. I love like it. It's a inside joke with my friends in Houston, but the, um, we would always go if any of you all been to like uh, Howl at the Moon here in Indy. Um, I haven't. No, it's it's just fun, interactive, and sometimes they'll hand out um, instruments for people to play. And I always gravitated towards the the uh, tambourine. I just think it's fun, and the kids that I work with, my students at school that I do the occupational therapy with, like love that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of like music's in my blood. You know, football, sports, all those things. Very nice. Cassie, you got any questions? Actually, for you, did you just call Claude's button a clappy button? Yeah, the, cla the clappy <laughs> button. Little, uh, he, he, hits the, he hits the button and it claps. Are you five years old? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's called. I was thinking it's a little soundboard. No, it's a soundboard. Uh, he, hits, he hits a clapping sound on a soundboard. The clappy button. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> what is wrong with the clappy button? <laughs> Quit talking like you text, please. <laughs> no, it's, it's so uh so after all that process, Miss yeah. M. Uh my next question is so going into it after you were nominated, what happened next for you? Um, it was just a waiting process. So they didn't allow any nominations to be submitted past October second. Um, and then I, like, I stay so busy with just daily life and work and, um, I like to go to concerts too. I love much, 
um, all types of music. Um, so if you don't find me at a Colts game, I'm probably at a concert. Um, and so I was just going about, you know, living my life as I do and doing the things I love. And then um, it was a couple weeks ago, I got a email from my season ticket rep and they said they wanted to invite um, some season ticket members together to film a fan appreciation video in honor of 40 years of Colts football. Um, and so then you fast forward like another week or so. And I, the day that is scheduled for that arrives and they walk me back to the TV studio at the Colts complex. And I was the only fan there, but it still didn't really like dawn on me. Cause I, they were still kind of explaining the process of what they were going to do. Like, Hey, we're going to, you know, advertise this, that, and the other four 40 seasons of Colts football. And then they asked some questions, um, just some basic, like get to know you as a fan questions. And then the, um, the video that they posted today, um, I was holding a cue card. And so again, I thought I was just reading some like fun new happening to be like, Hey, Colts nation, like, guess what? This is coming up. Let's all like, you know, don't forget about this event, you know, watch out for this cool event happening. That's what I thought it was going to be. And then I realized as I was reading it, what was happening. It was like my body knew what was occurring. And then it was <laughs> like, all. so part of the video when they panned over to Kylan, which I had no clue. He said he didn't even know about any of this. Um, he, uh, I was like stuck on the card, you know, and you're fro. I was literally at a loss for words. So I'm reading it and then realize it was one of the nominations that my friend had submitted. And at the bottom of the second card that they handed me had um, the words, I would be proud to support her being selected as, and then they had Colts fan of the year, like um, at the bottom. And you can kind of see some of that in that um, part of the video. And then as that's happening, I'm so clueless that anybody else came in the room and I hear a, a whisper and I'm like, and that's when you see me go, ah, and Kylan was <laughs> right there and the presentation, which was very special to have that happen. Now in that video, you said that he was your favorite player. Yes. What has he done to make that happen? Sure. So a lot of it has to do with the community service stuff. Um, I've been a 16 year volunteer with an organization that's actually a, a local nonprofit out of Indy called Champ Camp. Um, I got involved back when I was at University of Indianapolis as a student volunteer. And so it's a summer camp for kids with um, tracheostomies, ventilators and other kids that require respiratory assistance. Um, so I was interested as a student once I went once. I knew I couldn't imagine my life without it. So I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to keep going. And I've been involved with that now. Um, fast forward, yeah, 16 years later, I had to miss one summer because my family had a reunion vacation in Greece. And with you, know, you guys know how it goes, like time off at work, you could only, you have to choose one or the other. And it broke my heart to not choose camp. But I had the opportunity of a lifetime then to, to be with my family for two weeks in Greece, which is where one side of our family originates from. And um, so, yeah, that just like been in my blood. And when I saw that he was on our team, you know, he's an, an he was born in Indiana before he moved to Texas. Um, now that he's back here, even before he came back here, they were, they had this organization called KG's Kids. Uh, and they, um, their mission is to help 
um, provide like support literacy and education in kids. And so then you fast forward like to the 14th year now of my OT career, I'm now working in a local Indianapolis school. And so when I saw that he's, you know, you put my community experience with like, oh, wow, here's this great player that I admire on an off the field doing what he loves to do. I want to be a part of that. And then it just kind of, I got to start volunteering with his organization at some of the book drives and um, things that they've done. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. The community service piece has just always been in my blood since forever. And I can, again, another shout out to mom for that, for instilling a lot of, a lot of uh, great skills in us kids growing up. We all should be servants of each other. Yeah. Absolutely. So what is next on the agenda for the fan of the year? So, um, well, you guys, I got to meet with, and this is super exciting. So thank you for having me. Um, I get to meet with another Twitter friend um, that's going to do an article write up. Um, One of the, um, excuse me. Take a sip of water for a second. Um, actually, the, the radio station, Hank FM, that broadcasts Colts games, their mm-hmm. morning show wants me to call in on my way to work Thursday. Um, so they just wanted to chat for a few minutes. Um, and then... What what time? I think they said... Well, they're having me call in at 7.15. I assume it's going to be played live. I'm not, They haven't given me specifics. They just said to call in at like 7.15 as I'm on my way to work. Um, And then they're going to like replay it, I think, a few times that morning. I think their morning show goes until about 10 a.m. It's from like 5 to 10, I think. I could be wrong on the exact hours, but somewhere around that. But I won't be up at 5 a.m. talking to them. I'll I'll be up talking to them on my way to work. Um, And then as far as like the specifics that are a part of like the fan of the year um, events, I've already had um past winners reach out i've gotten to connect with last year's winner mike so shout out to mike in bremen indiana great guy um i've gotten to connect with eli um i haven't been able to connect with Lori yet but i'm looking forward to talking with her um so it's been fun to just kind of hear from them um and i've actually connected with some of the other winners from um like the jaguars chiefs um, oh, wow. A guy, the winner this year from the Bears and New Orleans. So it's like already become a family and we're all excited like to meet each other, to hear each other's stories, to like not only hear about our fandom, but like to hear about the organizations that everybody's been involved with and how they've impacted their community. So it's like that excitement is like, oh, wow. Like if you read all of their profiles on um, what the NFL posted, like everybody is involved in something cool in their own, you know, unique way. And it's just been fun to start to get to know them and then to hear from past winners, um, just what, what a wonderful experience it was for them. And they said, they call it instead of, you know, it's a family, but they use the word fan. So family, I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, just kind of more like, a little chats, you know, with them and things. And then uh, we have a Zoom with the NFL next week, I think on Tuesday evening. I'm not sure which one comes first, but they did um, tell us, like, there will be one with some players. I don't know, like, past, present. I'm not sure. 
Um, but there is like something like that involved. There's four different Zooms like leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm excited to, to see what we're going to get to learn from that. I think they want to give us like an inside scoop into kind of what goes into the Super Bowl and just different aspects of the NFL. Um, just kind of like an educational experience for all of us so behind the scenes. Well, that is awesome. Can I ask a favor of you? Sure. Can you video every event you go to? Sure. Like a, you know, a vlog. Vlog. Yes. Yeah. So what I was Pass asking. it on to me. I'll, I'll build, I'll build the video out for but, you. You, and I'll send it back to you. You can use it on all your socials, but let us use it too. Sure. Will you, will you do that for yeah, I, Nation? Sure. And, um, my brother's going to be coming with me to the Super Bowl, so he's going to be on camera duty, too. Ooh, not mom? No. Her and I talked, and we want to go, like, when we can go for um, concerts. Um, she's a really big Keith Urban fan, so we've been trying to coordinate with our schedules when we can try to see him or Adele. There's, like, another show out there that her and I would love to experience together, and then, like, the Cirque du Soleil kind of things and she enjoys football games she would like she's been to Colts games with me that was our first memory together you know of the NFL was being together at the Colts game but um she knows how much sports mean to my brother and he's just as much of a sports fan as I am um our whole family's Cubs fans so go Cubs um and uh like we just have my brother and I have just always bonded over sports since we were kids. That is this the brother that has the t-shirt shop? Yes. Give so, yeah. him a shout out. Yeah, shout out. What, to what, Go ahead. Website, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, whatever he's got. Shout him out. Yeah. So shout out to my brother Joe Johnson. He um lives in Chicago and super proud of him and all the success he's had with his business, obvious shirt. So if you're ever in the Chicago area, they have a storefront in Wrigleyville. Um, I forget the cross streets, but it's like right across the street from a restaurant called Uncommon Ground, um, which is a great place for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, and he, it started as words on shirts with a Cubs based thing, and it has grown into a lot more. So if you go to obviousshirts.com, that's the website. He's got um, on X, on Instagram. Um, and on Facebook um, pages that he posts. Um, and yeah, he made actually one of the first like custom shirts he gave me as a surprise years ago was um, I think it was just to make people laugh and to kind of like, Hey, like they're quick, you know, witty things. It says like, I like the Colts more than you. I mean, we all do, but he just wanted to like something that would make people laugh if I was wearing it. And I'd get like stairs at the airport when we were coming and going from our away game trip. <laughs> and people were like, oh, yeah, cool. I like your shirt. <laughs> and and then, uh, yeah, he's just such a smart and creative guy. And I just, I can't believe we get to experience this together. I called him when I found out the news. I was like, guess what? We're going to Vegas. Woo! And um, <laughs> it's just, it's so special because I was, like reflecting on the whole day that, you know, that experience, the day I got the news. And I thought to myself, wow, like talk about a full circle moment. He, um, I grew up loving sports because of him. He played t-ball when he was a kid. So the first like memory I have as a fan at any type of sporting event was his t-ball game when we were little kids. And now we get to go to the Super Bowl together, which is the ultimate sports event that we're just so stoked to be at, let alone be able to 
be honored to represent the team that I love so much. That is awesome. That is sick. Speaking of the team that we (laughs) love so much, they just got an international victory. You guys want to talk yeah. about the game? No, is, a- there, is, is there anything else more that you want to say about the fan of fan of the year? Uh, did we miss any questions that could be important for people to know? I don't think so. Like I've just always um, loved, like I said, like faith family football. Um well, actually, my mom and I were talking the other day, and we call it the five C's a lot. So, um, Christ, country music, Colts football, Champ Camp, which is that organization I was talking about with the summer camp, and um, did I say Cubs? I'm for Colts. I guess <laughs> in my brain. Um, hey, Sammy. If she tells us the website for the Champ Camp, can we put that up on the? On as a banner, let me know if you can in the in the chat. Uh, but we'll continue. Um, you, but yeah, I, I definitely want to give give uh, the, that champ camp a, a big shout out and yeah. let it's everybody an know where where they can find out more information and if they accept donations and and all yeah. that good stuff. Um, I thank you for bringing that up because it like I'm gonna get teary eyed like talking about it because it means so much to me like said I went in as a college student, you know, as a college student, you're thinking, oh, like, I want this on my resume and that. So it's like you go in with that mindset. And I went for one summer that one week and it changed my life. Like I could I left that week and I was like, I can't imagine my life without this. So even when I moved to Texas, I flew home every summer for that week, used PTO, whatever I needed to do to be there. I was always at champ camp minus the one summer we had our family reunion vacation in Greece. So um what, what's the what what's the website? Sure. Um it is champcamp.org. So just the word just champ camp. Champ camp. All right. There you go, Sammy. Um we're, we're not gonna be able to run a, a banner, but we'll be able oh, to okay. we'll be able to put the link in the descriptions when we post a video. Sure. So yeah. that'll even add that'll actually even make it easier for people to to get to it. Right. And so, like, another fun connection with the whole, like, um, Colts camp um, thing is that um, one of my favorite players who I was really sad and cried about when he retired, Anthony Costanzo, he and his girlfriend, Dominique, were big supporters of camp. Um, A couple summers, Anthony actually visited us at camp. I'll never forget, I was sitting in the dining hall. I don't think any of us knew he was coming, and I just was chatting, and I was like, I know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was just so fun to see him like interact with the kids. I think I have a picture from like 2012. It was like Hawaiian theme. And there I am in like our Hawaiian themed gear for the day. And Anthony Costanzo is just hanging out in the cafeteria with us at camp for a meal and, and stayed. And he came and danced with the kids. They have a big dance. um, One of the nights that's like big, it's, it's big for these kids um it's just did you have enough food there to feed him yes that's a very large man you know yes and he was so gracious and so from then on like he came another summer um to visit camp and then every year we have an annual fundraiser called the silver sneaker ball so the cool thing about that is you get all dressed up in fancy clothes and then you get to wear sneakers 
And so then he would attend and part of the, there's a silent auction, a live auction, um, and then like dinner and dancing with a DJ or a band. Um, and he, I can't remember how many of those he attended, but quite a few. Um, and he would donate like his jerseys and other Colts players have donated things in the past. There was a former player, um, Jamie Silva. Um, he was at one of them with a couple other players. I can't remember who was all there because there's, it was, it was many years ago. Um, but yeah, just like the way that two of my favorite things, champ camp and the Colts have like been intertwined over the years has been awesome. And then, um, Danny Pinter, um, on the Colts has been involved in supporting camp, um, through some of the fundraisers and it's just been really fun to see two of my favorite things come together. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, looky there. Yeah. We'll still put the link in the video. (laughs) That way make it easier for people to uh, click on it. We need to put KG's uh, kids yeah. link on there too, because uh, his organization is great. And <laughs> it's all about literacy. Yeah. Reading, yeah. spending yeah. more time in books instead of screens. Exactly. You know, so, um, go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely all about his org. Um, we were supposed to help his first book drive in the summer. Mm-hmm. I got what, what I think training camp had started or something like that. And we just couldn't get to it. No, it was the uh, combine. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the combine, the, that's what it was. The combine started up and we was already booked to be there. <coughs> so yeah, I'd like to get back with him and, see what else we can do to help out yeah you know, more than more than just you know sharing the link now that stuff's important you guys so it you is. know if you see the link for champ camp and kg's kids you know those are very important organizations and it does help when you share those links so mm-hmm. you know, when you see them you share you know they're great organizations ran by great people you know working for kids making yeah kids better which is actually going to make the world better. Exactly. And another thing I wanted to mention that goes along with what you said is, um, so camp this year will be, I don't, without looking at my calendar, remember the exact dates, but it starts like the, the Sunday of, or I think on Father's Day. So usually like all of us volunteers are counselors. So we stay in cabins with kids. This is actually hosted at Bradford Woods in Martinsville. Um, And so it's like all the counselors can come on Friday or Saturday. All the kids come on Sunday. Their parents leave them. Some come with nurses, just depending on how intensive their medical needs are. And then um, we all leave on a Thursday. But what they've been doing is typically Tuesday is visitor's day. So if you guys or anybody else out there in the Indy community, or you don't even have to be from or in Indy, if you're going to be in the area during that time, um, you can let me know and we can coordinate with our executive director, Jamie, about um, having visitors come to camp and kind of seeing what it's all about. That's us. Yeah, both of my kids went through Bradford Woods. That's a very, very nice camp down there. Mm -hmm. And their fishing lake is magnificent. Yeah, and it's like you've seen the property, so you know what it can do for these kids that um, have these medical needs. Some of them don't ever get out um to do some of these things or it's the first time so you've got kids that are on maybe ventilators just at nighttime or they are on them 24 7 and 
some have never been around other friends that, you know, other people that have the similar medical conditions as them. So this camp gives them that opportunity to be able to do, try anything that they want to do. I mean, now through the fundraising efforts from, excuse me, some of the um, sneaker balls we've done over the years and other donations that have come in, they have coordinated with Bradford Woods to build a wheelchair accessible tree house that got finished um, before camp this year. And so they have a big long ramp leading up to it and a big platform before it was just the ramp to the zip line. So they, the zip line was like a project a couple years ago that the fundraising events um, helped fund. And then now they have a full like anybody, even if they don't want a zip line, we can take any kid, whether you know, they're mobile or in a wheelchair up there just to take in nature and watch their friends go down the zip line and cheer for them or or encourage them like, hey, maybe when it's, you know, your turn tomorrow, we can come back and you can try the zip line if you're ready to do that. It's like anything they want to try, we make happen for them. Um, and a lot of that happens on that visitor's day. That's those are just some of the things you might see. So we would be glad to have any visitors join. Or if anybody out there knows anybody that, um, has those medical needs. Um, we love to have new campers inquire about attending. That's awesome. Especially nurses. We need nurses. So anybody out there, you don't have to be living in Indy. We have um, champ camp counselors that fly in from all over the country to come and be a part of this. Acosta knows a nurse. That I do. I know one very well. He's married to lovely, one. I was gonna say that'd be my lovely wife. Yeah. And and she has a part-time job being our HR manager. <laughs> she, she does her best to keep us in line, but <laughs> but yeah, and you don't have to have that medical background. I'm I'm an occupational therapist and um, there's physical therapists there. Um, another big need at camp are respiratory therapists. So anybody else out there again, you don't have to live in the in the area. You could drive in, fly in from wherever you are, if this is something that interests you. Um, and you don't have to be of any of those medical backgrounds. If this is something that sounds like you want to get involved in, um, we're always looking for volunteers and um, happy to have anybody join. And then um, the fundraiser is usually in September, so I can stay connected with y'all on on that um, information as it comes out. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and great people. Um, that do great things for kids to be more independent and enjoy the things that they love to do. Nice. Well, Costa, we're we're running out of time. Let's let's do a game recap. You'll do a quick game recap, real quick. All right, Miss M, what's your game recap of the Germany game? Ooh, um, I just I was at the watch party. It was a lot of fun. So being there, it was the angles of some of the TVs were a little hard to see. But um, I, I feel like there was times where I'm just like, oh, why couldn't they have just ran the ball? Like, come on, run the ball. Or I just felt like there was moments. I don't remember which exact moments those were. But um, my whole outtake is like, I don't have control of what's happening out there. Like, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm just here to love my team and cheer for them. So, like, it could be frustrating and it's okay for any of us to feel the way we feel after the game. But I'm still happy regardless. Because I love cheering for them, you know. It wins a win, ain't it? Yeah. No matter how ugly or pretty it is, it's yeah. still a W. So that's why it was just fun being in the atmosphere of all the people there and um, just getting to share that experience with friends. And um, some of them I had 
um, hadn't seen in a while. We had a couple um, friends come from our tailgate, Missy and John. Um, they Missy actually took me to my first Colts training camp in 2017 at the Colts complex. Um, and I get one of my, that's another one of my favorite memories. I got to meet Adam Vinatieri at that training camp. So shout out to Missy for that experience. Awesome. Well, I wasn't disappointed in the results, but I was disappointed in the production. You know, yeah. This is the first game that we didn't score at least 20 points. True. You know, we, we was held to 10. Mm-hmm. You know, saw a lot of missed blocks. You know, our O-line still isn't giving Jonathan enough green to get him going. You know, that's what I had too when I was like, oh, just run the ball. Yeah, and- just give him a couple yards and then he will do what he does, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, the O line's still struggling to, you know, to give him that couple of yards. Um, they tried the tush push, didn't work, you know, and that to me is solely on the O line, not getting powered off on that first step. Right. Uh, defense was lights out. Absolutely lights out. Uh, And especially uh, Rodney Thomas on that last play, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, being aware of what's going on with that, that fake snap or the fake um, spike spike. Thank you, sir. Uh, And then intercepting the ball to end the game, you know, so overall, I mean, production wasn't there, but we got the win. Yeah, I know. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to cry too much about it because we got the win. Now, if we didn't get the win and we had the poor production like we did, it's going to be a different conversation. Yeah, you know, because we know it would end up being the poor production from our guys that ultimately cost us the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so. We'll have that conversation when we have to. Right. This week, we don't have to have that conversation. We got the W. I'm happy. We're at five and five going into the bye week. Uh, Playoffs are actually in sight at this point, you know, Uh, and and that's with a first-year head coach, our new shiny quarterback out for the season. Mm -hmm. You know, our O-line pass protection is – it's getting better every game. You know, I'll give it, I'll give them on the pass protection, but, but our run blocking, God, we got to get that back. Got to get that back. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Costa, what did you see out of that game? Obviously I saw, like you said, defense played outstanding. We actually seen a defense that we know played to their caliber this game against Bill Belichick, you know, in his great football mind, we kept them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We hear that name, and he can't help us. <laughs> well, especially now that we might have been the reason why he won't have a job at the end of the season, which is amazing to me. Right? But anyway, uh, <laughs> defense played absolutely amazing against you know our arch rivals, the Patriots. Uh, like offense was shaky at times. Like Pat said, the offensive line that right side is still very weak. Bernard though had a hell of a game amongst his family. I was so happy for him. He had his highest ratings to date, uh, pass blocking and run blocking. Uh, protect quarterback protection. It was all high on his end. I'm very happy for him that he got to play lights out for his family. 
Um, you know, Thomas had a hell of a game, and then Dio, our boy Dio, shout out to him. He had a monstrous game. Um, you know, we've seen that he could be that this whole time. You know, he's bound to be a force to be reckoned with for here on out. They're going to be taking him to account for here on out, I believe. Um, Dumbass if they don't. Absolutely. Uh, Buckner obviously had a hell of a game as well. Queedy got in there on some tackles. Uh, Shaq did what he could. Zaire had 15 tackles. I mean, it was that defense was just lights out. That defense played the way the caliber that we know they can play. I was just excited to see that on that side of the ball. Offense, productivity was low, but the play calling was consistent. I wish we did run the ball more. I really do. But it is what it was, and we did get the dub, and that's all I care about. Yeah, but the only thing I missed from the defense was a couple Kenny Moore pick sixes. Yeah. You know, if we would have had that, whoo, Lordy B. Those pick sixes were nice. That was so exciting. Yeah. And we got Mac Jones to cry on the bench, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like my mind and talking about the game, I know I I get sidetracked a lot with side stories. Um, But my mind just keeps going back to, yeah, running the ball, like you said, about giving Jonathan his fuel to do what he does, and that would have been fun to see more of. Yeah, it really would have, you know, and it, it to me, it's just a matter of time, you know, before everything breaks loose and we run this thing all the way up to the championship. Right. Let's yeah, we go. will get there. We will yeah. get there. I was going to well, ask to um, anybody's going to be at the Cincinnati away game. My two best friends, Amy, Amanda and I will be there as um, for our annual away game trip. So we'd love to see you guys. Right out there if you're going to be there and then i'm at all the home games um section 121 so feel free to say hi if you see me there or around there anywhere around lucas oil well what what's your uh social handles so people can follow you it's so instagram it's um marin aid so my name's marin like karen but spelled m-a-r-e-n and then the rest of the Instagram handle is ADE. It was just an inside joke that one of my friend's husbands started calling me marinade and it stuck. And so it's uh, marinade one eight for Peyton Manning one, two for Andrew Luck. Just those numbers stuck as well. Um, And then on, I still want to call it Twitter. It's so hard to say X, but on, uh, on that platform, it is um, my name at, Johnson underscore Marin. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Miss Marin, it's been a pleasure. And congratulations again so on winning the 23 year for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Now, and great- you, you, you got to come back out to the tailgate, though, with your fan yeah. of the year jersey on. Yes. And you got to bang the anvil. Yes. That's a, such a fun tradition. My friends and I that got to do that with y'all um, earlier in the season had a lot of fun. Awesome. Sorry, Costa. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Oh, you're fine. I was just going to close this out. But again, Miss Marin, thank you so much for coming. We'll see you here soon. Yeah. At probably our next home game. Uh, we're going to Nashville for our away game. So Woo-hoo. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be. Yep. I don't know if we're going to be able to make Cincinnati or not. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to try. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, y'all. Miss Marin, thank you once again. Big P, pleasure of always. Thank Sam, you guys so much. Thank you, Miss Marin. Thanks, Colts Nation. And congratulations again. So excited. You know, 
there is tons of deserving fans yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, with without a doubt, you know, and I can name probably three dozen off the top of my head like that. Mm-hmm. But you're on top of that list, absolutely. Thank you, and you I'm know. a fan of fans. I love like Colts Nation has brought me so much happiness over the years. I've met some of my best friends just from Colts Twitter alone, and um, just seeing everybody in. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, how we met. Yeah. <laughs> And like one of my good friends, Deb Withrow, she's, um, she, we met, um, through, I can't remember where we, what game we first met at, but like, we have been friends. There's other people out there too. Like Missy that took me to my first training camp. I met her and her husband, John through Twitter. And then now it's developed to like, they took me under their wing in tailgating groups. Even when there was times I couldn't like stay for a game, if I had to leave for a family function, I'd like come and tailgate and then get to go home and and do some family stuff so um it's just been cool over the years to have those experiences and yeah just another reason why i love this team is because of the people so mm-hmm. we got some good people that's for sure mm-hmm. Colts nation's got them yeah that we do all right all Sammy. Right. thank you guys appreciate your time no problem go colts Woo! go colts, go colts. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast and Bill Show on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.